Welcome to the original Vegan Business Talk with myself, Shane Jeremy James, where I discuss life-changing business advice with vegan companies who are making a true difference in the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next episode. And today our guest is Molly Wilson, and she is the founder of Lack Snack. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Glad to have you. So tell us a little bit, uh, cliff notes of your backstory, and then how did you get into doing what you're actually doing today? Oh, oh my gosh. The cliff notes of the cliff notes? How about yeah, that? Yeah. Um, I, I guess you I'm kind how, of a... You notice how I start now with people, the cliff notes? Right, right before I, like I start the cliff notes, and I was like, okay, it's 15 minutes to a bomb. Like, okay, we need to stop here. We need to get into that. So, <laughs> cliff notes, I think that actually ages us as well. So, I'm pretty sure like my kids wouldn't know what that is. <laughs> right, right, so, right. Uh, right? Yeah. Um, so, I, well, I am a Midwest girl. So, I grew up in the Midwest in Iowa, and I um, have always had a passion for, I would say, like, uh, working with people in terms of like the journey of the con consumer, the customer, the, right. I love brands and brand stories. My first job at age 14 was in a Hallmark store. Um, and I just fell in love with retail. And when I was 28, I bought that store. Uh, and I, w I moved back to my uh, hometown, bought that store and uh, the JC Penny went out of business. So um, the, if any of your viewers and listeners are from smaller towns, they know those big anchor downtown, like big brick buildings. Yeah. And I was a business owner. And I thought this is going to be terrible for downtown. And I, uh, decided to lease that building and take this little Hallmark store. And that I had no idea why I really returned to my small town to buy. I just had a feeling and I created a giant destination retail store when everyone told me not to, because I would lose every penny I had. And it worked. Um, and my just love of brands and the consumer and the journey kept growing. And I developed a food product to sell in my gift shop to create repeat traffic. At that time, you could only buy food products at the grocery store. So it's a really kind of gifty, homey beer bread mixes. Um, right. like you add a beer and you bake and party dip mixes, fun things that people would come back for. And I didn't know anything about food or food production. Uh, and, but I'm a self learner, a self starter. Um, I don't have a business background. I have a master's degree in social justice. Uh, and I just was a sponge learning everything about business. And by the time I had this idea to have food in my retail store, I thought here's a new challenge and I'll figure it out. I thought I was dabbling with something little. Uh, pretty soon I sold that retail business and um, went all in on this food company, which is 10 years old now. Um, and we're in four to 5,000 stores, um, across the U S uh, and Canada and, um, have loved it. And I've, I've started a couple other businesses in there, but about a year and a half ago, I had an impactful moment and it led to the creation of my newest brand, which is this healthy food company and all the products are for moms who are breastfeeding. So I took everything I've known and all the relationships I have um, and the, out of this moment decided this is a problem I can solve um, with moms needing access to healthier foods that will help them boost their breast milk production 
and I can tell you about this 5 a.m. airport moment if you want, but um, I, I just love spotting a problem and then trying to solve it. Uh, mm -hmm. And sometimes it just, it just turns out that if you really listen to people, you hear what, what they need. And if you have the talent to make that happen, it's a great gift. And so that's where I am today, making this happen and solving this problem that many moms have who struggle with breast milk production. And the further I went, I didn't realize how big this issue was and how healthy these moms want to eat at the same time. Right. So, so what was the problem you found? So in this moment, I was in Las Vegas. It was really early in the morning. It was like 5, 5.30. I went to the bathroom and there was a mom sitting on the floor with a breast pump plugged into the wall charging and she was pumping breast milk. And I just said like, you're such a good mom. Keep it up. I did the same thing traveling for work. And we had a little chat and she said she had gone back to work and her production was drying up and she didn't know what to do and she was upset and um we started talking about supplements and I said are you taking supplements are you eating foods that help you increase lactation and we talked about a specific supplement that she was taking called fenugreek which I took and it's been a number of years so I gave her a tip on um trying to how to do that right. well like I told you I own this food company it's called Molly and You and everything is fun mixes. I reached into my briefcase and I pulled out a Molly and You microwave brownie mix that you add to a cup with some water and you have this gooey, delicious brownie. And I said, I own this little food company. There's a little treat for you when you go home. And then the moment happened. She said, can I take that fenugreek and crack open the capsule and put it in and make a booby brownie? So she was asking me, uh, technically with the efficacy bake out. And I said, you absolutely can do that. And I was like, hmm. And then the second aha moment happened. She flipped my package over and said, mm, I'll try it, but it's got a lot of calories. It looks delicious, but it's not vegan. It's not gluten-free and everything I eat, my baby eats. And I really prefer to be healthy, but I will try it. And I walked out of that restroom and I had a seven hour journey uh, to where I was going. And by the time I got there, um, I looked up any anybody that was doing anything in this space because I said to her, well, are you enjoying, there's some lactation cookies on the market and stuff. She said, no, they're all like an Oreo or they're not healthy. They're not good for me. Right, they, right, yeah. they help, but they, no, it's just garbage. And I said, that can't be true. She said, oh, it's true. By the time I um, got to my next destination, I had sketched out a business plan I had started looking, um, I called my Amazon guys. I said, hey, I'm not seeing anything that's healthy for moms. Let's start talking about this. Sure enough, there was nothing. So I thought, well, I have the tools to solve this problem. That was a year and a half ago. Um, took me a little over a year to get to launch. And then I started, and I, I started by recreating my existing company products, but using all healthier ingredients. And then really digging into the science of what helps produce more breast milk for moms and started infusing that and then testing and getting feedback. And here, sure enough, here I am. We are the only vegan, the only gluten-free, non-GMO healthy lactation food snack product that exists. Wow, that's really cool. And so, and, and it's been a year now? 
that that product's been? No, we're only, um, you know, it's funny. That was, that conversation was a year and a half ago. We launched, uh, you know, about four months ago. And it's just like, you know, I have another product company, so I know what the journey is. This is defying everything I know and everything I've experienced with the explosive growth, all the growth, all the massive um, retailers that want the product. Uh, I, I, I'm just shocked, I guess. Um, the need so, was bigger than I thought. So what's been your, you know, so you're in a lot of stores now, obviously, right? No, we are. So we are in, um, we're in, yes, we're in some retail stores. We're starting to say yes to some larger stores. I'm working on a, a major uh, retailer um, check back right. with me. Um, yeah. but we've been focusing on direct to consumer and Amazon, um, you know, as we, as we launched and that's what is just, you know, my specialty is really that on the sales side is like B2B and selling wholesale. Right. And it's this directly e-com that's taking off that is also kind of, uh, blown me away. So, uh, we're we're figuring out where are the most strategic places for us to be, and we're developing a partnership with hospitals because nearly every mom is there at a, at sense. the time of, of birth, right? So we're we're working with hospitals uh, to bring it directly to moms. What's been your biggest challenge so far? Oh boy, uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm lucky that I've done this long enough that I've made a lot of mistakes. So maybe some of those typical things. Um, so the, so operationally we're going, you know what, I'm going to say it's, I'm going to say it's something personal. Um, so this is more of a personal, a self, a self issue. It's, right. it's saying no, it's, it's making decisions, which seems really silly at my level, right? It's when you've created something really hot and everybody wants it and entertaining all of that and where to go and who to say no to because I want you know want to please everyone that's been one of my biggest challenges you might call that focus but really it's just um, making those the decisions are major faster than I've ever had to experience and so it's that trusting myself to sort of make that right decision and the second hardest thing is is finance which is always hard and with fast growth um, and being self-funded and 100% owning myself, the finance is going to be the next the next big challenge. Right. It, it, it make it makes sense. So two questions on that: with the fu- finances, are you looking to do a raise now to go to the next level? And then back to your other question um, about mm-hmm. saying no. Was that like saying no to who you're going to do business with? Almost. It's saying no specifically with. Um, some places that want to do business and then other people say to me you're kidding why would you turn that down like that's huge Um, but being strategic is smarter than saying yes to everybody Um, and that takes a lot of courage to turn down potentially great business if it's not long term the right strategic move and then also when you uh, have a, a a consumer product like like this is my if, if you're watching us if you're not listening you can't see it these are little uh, microwave brownie disposable cups right and when you have have a consumer product there's so many channels of distribution so it's on the micro level right. saying yes or no to specific places but then on the macro level it's you thought you were going to sell in one or two channels of distribution and others 
five or six open to you. So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of both. And on the funding, yes, I'm, I'm, I am. So that's my next journey uh, is to do a, a larger raise and, and how that is going to take shape is uh, just about ready. And, you know, an entrepreneur can really get lost in spending so much time on that, which kind of takes the joy out of it for me. So I want to, yeah. I want to make that easy, easy for myself and the company so I can keep doing what I'm best at. Yeah. I mean, that's smart, you know, and I think that enough entrepreneurs don't look at that and, you know, and think, okay, well, I'm good at this. And, you know, how can we execute on this maybe a little more and, and maybe I need a little more help on this side and understanding a little more. And, and I remember when I started looking at raises and finances and, you know, I was around some of my mentors that own big, big companies and running their boards. And I just started to see a whole different animal of like, it was like almost like a small business in itself raising money like there were so many moving components to it and so many areas that I didn't think of um, and deals being made and strategies being made and, and and language that I didn't even understand like what the heck are they talking about you know what I mean like I like you know I was really like so yeah it was a very um you know it was a very you know it was it's it's sometimes I think when people don't get the money I see it's sometimes they don't they're just they have a good product or a service I even see but how they're raising it and and how they're doing it is is kind of goes back to what you said. The execution on that is wrong of how they're doing it. Yes, and your time gets diluted tenfold over what you think it is going to. Anybody yeah. that's done a traditional bank loan knows how much work that can be, and that's yeah, it's, it's exponentially more than that, and a whole different yeah. level of due diligence, right? But you know, friends, you know, beyond self funding, friends and family is always the 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 simplest um, yeah. can, you know, for a lot of people, but that's scary. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think you need to, an entrepreneur can get spread very thin when you don't ask for help or outsource what you're not the best at so that you can really soar. Um, and you can soar when you're doing what you're the best at. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, everybody we've been watching this, I think that's the biggest problem I see with small businesses is, you know, most of them are just so caught up with inside the business and, you know, not really focusing on things that, you know, can really maybe move the business, but so caught up in certain things, right? And and not willing to step out and looking at like, what's really, what's really going to, you know, what's really going to move this, you know, it's, it's funny because I have two people on my team and two of them always say to me, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that he shouldn't be doing that he he's good at building brand he's good at top level strategy he's good at that like get him keep him doing that don't don't put him over there because the company ain't going to grow if shane's doing that but if he's here we grow because he can move, move he moves fast right yes. so you know that's that's uh and that's, it's also what i have a business coach and um which is just such a value for me, um, if any, any, I don't know if you've had any talks about that, you know, but I, I really believe in that if you find the right fit, but it's, you know, he would say it's, it's working in your business versus working on your business. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. I mean, it, it is, you know, it is, um, I mean, I've consulted a lot of businesses and, and helped a lot of vegan businesses. And, and I always just tell them if they have a decent product or service, I say, look, business in the end is nothing but a skill set, period. And, and you know, even my right-hand people go, Shane learns more than anybody 
Like he tries to make, like my whole goal is to be the best operator in the world. And I know if I can operate the business super good, there's no one that can compete with me because most business owners are just not great operators in the end. They just aren't. And, and so I always know that that's the competitive advantage. If I know how to build teams better, if I know how to build community better, if I know how to bring it all together and run it all together, it's just a matter of time before we take market. And, and so um, it's always interesting how business owners to me don't step back and really take the time to learn this stuff. But, you know, you don't understand you go to school to be a lawyer or a doctor for seven years and then you get out and you get the reward. But for some reason, business owners just think, we open the business, everyone's going to buy my cookies, they're all going to come in, it's going to grow, and that's it. <laughs> and then they're like, right. oh, shit, this is a little different, right? <laughs> right. That's right. I, I saw, I was, uh, something recently on, um, I, I saw it on, on your Instagram, and there was this conversation happening, and the comment was, uh, one good leader can change your business overnight. Yeah. And it, it's, that's the concept of, you know, if you put, something that you're not ideally suited to do. If you empower someone else on your team to do that and become that leader that can change your business. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's what we're ultimately talking about in my other food company, which I still own. Um, and, and I have a, a third company that I own and I'm running as well. I'm, I'm spread very thin, but <laughs> I have just an incredible person that I've had for a long time and really committed to um, empowering her growth. And a month ago, named her CEO of Molly and You, my other food company, which is transformative, uh, right? And then freed me up to do Lack Snack, my new business. And so, so that comment was so right on um, that one person can really change things, but you've got to be willing to let go and really support someone else to grow to make that happen. Yeah, that's such a good, you know, such a good point. And I think also too on that, it's understanding that you know we you might have to go through a few people to get to that right one you know and maybe not just a few you know what i mean right. you might have to go and i you know there's even last year a couple of decisions that i made in our company i looked back and i held on to some people too long i'm very compassionate that way that's probably my worst skill holding on to people too long mm. by far by by far i'm with you and, i know yeah right and it's just like yeah. and i made one pivot last year <laughs> That was like, okay, I, I need to let go of this, this, th these people right here. I made one pivot and then I brought in a few more people that I thought, and literally it changed that month, that from struggling to literally making 150,000 in profit from that one decision I made. Like, wow, it was so critical, but I could have done that six months earlier. Right. So, you know, right. so, so, right. So, um, but you learn, right? Like you just keep learning. You're like, okay, you know, but that, that is by far my, my weakness. It's, it's, it's holding all on to people too It's long. all, it's all progress. Now don't, no, don't do that again. Now, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's true. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So I, I look at some of my mentors and, you know, they're pretty cutthroat. One's a billionaire. He's pretty, you know, he's pretty cutthroat. Right. And I realized like, that's why he got there. And I don't quite have that hardcore cutthroat enough. So I'll probably never be a billionaire, but you know, millions and millions easy. You know I mean? You can still have that kind of side, right? You know, so, <laughs> um, but mm -hmm. uh, so tell us a little more, explain a little more about um, your, 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 a little more about the pro, a little more about the product. Well, 
the brand is Lack Snack. So it's lacksnack.com. So Lack is L-A-C as in lactation. So when I looked at the marketplace of the unhealthy products that were out there, they use ingredients that work. Uh, so on the ingredient side, the ingredients we have are in a category called galactagogues, which is a big word that is just for natural herbs and foods that stimulate prolactin, uh, the hormone prolactin, which increases breast milk production and stimulates your breast um, milk glands if you're already breastfeeding. So you can have my snacks and nothing happens. Uh, but uh, the person next to you who's breastfeeding has the snacks and then they start producing more product. And it's all naturally occurring foods like right. oats, flaxseed, um, brewer's yeast, just nice. all good wholesome ingredients that yeah. are known to increase breast milk production. And when I started looking at these other companies, like all the lactation cookies, it's kind of been a thing, but they all use wheat flour, which does nothing. Then they you know, boost all these other ingredients in, but why use a wheat flour that doesn't do anything? Oh, it's cheaper. So we use premium ingredients. And so we grind the oats to make oat flour. Uh, so it's, the ingredients are first and foremost. And, you know, this mom in the bathroom that we were talking about, she said, everything I eat, my baby eats. And I want to eat healthy and I prefer vegan and gluten-free. So gluten-free was the easy thing because I myself am also gluten-free. And so... I love creating gluten-free products. And then I thought I can go a step further and a step further and a step further. And I, and can I make a product that is vegan and is universally delicious and nobody would even know, right? And that's what I did. And so we have three products because I surveyed mom, what foods do you eat that you wish would, um, you know, increase lactation? Top of the list was coffee. I was shocked. There is mm. no lactation coffee. There's like coffee flavored things, but so I knew a sustainable um, coffee factory that I'd known for years that uses wind power to produce their factory. Everything is ethically sourced and our coffee comes in a tea bag and you steep it. So it's a beautiful experience and it's quiet because we don't want to wake up right. babies, right? So I came out with coffee and then I um, expanded from cookies to cookies and brownies. And then I did what I do best, which isn't make the snack cookies that you eat, it's the mixes. So we have these amazing disposable cups that moms just add water to and microwave. And they have these incredible, like we have a s'mores cookie um, and there's broccoli and spinach ground in them. I mean, the ingredients are incredible um, and, and vegan. And then we have overnight oats. So overnight oats are so popular, especially um, among millennials, which is really our consumer. And then you can right. add all your fun ingredients in the morning, fruits and honey, whatever you would like. Uh, and it's delicious. And it really fuels your day and then helps you help hit your milk milestones with your babies. So that's what our products are. The Lack Snack products are portable, easy to take with you, quick, low stress, low sugar, healthy. Um, everything is uh, GMO free and they do the trick. That's cool. It sounds like a real need. So where is your, I like it. I love it. Um, where do you, where do you see your company? Like, where do you want this to be in 10 years, 20 years from today? What's the big goal? You know, you talk about your, your, your billionaire mentor. And, you know, one reason I hired a business coach is because it, this seems strange as a business owner and everybody's wired differently, but 
money isn't what drives me at the end of the day. It's not what makes me feel pride or like a job well done. But one day I would love to start a foundation and that foundation would be for women and minority owned businesses for an easier way for lending. And in order to do that, you need to have money, right? So I need to really care about that. And that's why I brought on this coach. What I want in a few years is for our brand to continue to be the premium brand. And we have set the market. We are the brand that um, every breastfeeding mom sends her partner out to go get. Or you're sitting on the couch and having that crying moment, like, this is not working. I need help. And you go online. If you go to Amazon or our website or where you love to shop, ours is the product that you see. So I want to grow the brand in a way that is uh, continues to be first to market with everything we do, be the leader and stick true to the core values that we have and stick true to our ingredient base and just know that we do not have to deviate from that and dominate the market. And that is wherever that consumer wants to shop, which we know changes, right? And that's where that's where the product will be. I love it. I love it. I mean, and I think you hit a real couple important things there that will help you get there, which most business owners don't talk about. And when they do talk about it, they don't understand how to drive it through the DNA of their business at all. And when you talked about the vision and, and making sure that there's a vision that is you can almost set it into any business model. It's bigger than most people can grasp, but you can give mm-hmm. them the steps to get there. That's a great leader. And then how to drive the core values through the DNA at the same time. Those are the two things that grow a brand in the end. Like Those are the two things, period. You get those two things right, then community comes together, then people come together, then consumers get on. For some reason, we all think it's just about, you know, maybe I'm a good at this or it's our products are good and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the end, that really drives the brand. It's that top level vision and those core values where people will buy into that creates that community and that community then drives the brand to a national level of what you want to drive it to. So you're on track the way you're talking. Thank you. Just keep driving those babies through the DNA. And I promise you, you'll look back in a year and it'll be a whole different thing. That'll be your competitive advantage, by the way. That's your competitive advantage. I love that. I love. Okay, I'm. I, I'm going to be replaying this. You know, uh, in my mind, I'm going to be. I'm going to be pulling this card out that you said that. I. I really love that. Thank you for. Thank you for seeing that. And and the other thing is, you know, when you when you whatever kind of business you have, service business, a product business, you you have to be able to pivot, right? And yeah. sometimes entrepreneurs take it to the extreme. Okay, we're we're hearing this. This is the feedback. We're totally changing direction. Okay, so where's your DNA if that's what you're doing, right? So if you're constantly recreating your wheel, you're not going to go anywhere. And it is, it's it's sticking to that DNA and making those adjustments slightly and Mm -hmm. thoughtfully and not so big that you're just, you're just losing that core and suddenly you're something that isn't authentic. And, you know, I have, my kids are high schoolers. And when I was creating this brand, um, we were working on our TikTok and like, you know, kind of how we talk to the consumer. And I at, had my 16 year old and her friends over. And I, I will tell you, these these girls, whatever they buy, they whatever they buy comes from TikTok. Right. Right. It doesn't mean they're necessarily clicking the link on TikTok to buy it, but this is yep. where they're sourcing their information, their knowledge, 
the products yeah. they're interested. And the universal message I got from the girls was, it doesn't matter what you do or how you do it, but if you're inauthentic, it will show because we're smarter than you think as consumers. Now they're a little young, uh, you know, they'll be my customers in 10 years, but that was really, that was so impactful to me that, that really today's savvy consumer sees through in authentic, authenticity, non, non-authenticity. And so if you're pivoting far away from your DNA, the consumer, your customer, your target will realize that that's not authentic. Yeah, 100%. I so agree with that. Such, such great knowledge and such great advice to everybody listening. And, and you know, being able to read, you know, listen to what the younger generation is saying and, and being open to that. And it's just such great advice. I, I think, you know, the more you're talking, I think you ha- you must do a mascot for your company. The reason why, yeah, the reason why is number one, done properly, it'll play to the social platforms. It plays to the algorithm and it gives you a brand that stands out. And think about it. Everybody remembers a mascot eventually. Like, think about it. You remember mascots. So yeah, I, I believe that, that if you do that, you will take market share and you will get traction. I would 100% do that if I had your brand. You know what? I here here's my worry about that. So I've 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 thought about that because it you my 16-year-old said the exact same thing. So I said, well show me different she showed me one with a reading company and all sorts of things. But my brand is so bougie and serious and very like aesthetically beautiful. And so it it feels sometimes gimmicky to me. And I, I have a little barrier with how to do how to do that sort of kind of mascot thing in a way that fits with my brand. And whenever right. I mention that to people, they say, oh, it doesn't matter. Like it's just about what gets, you know, like what people remember and what drives traffic. But for my DNA, mm. it does. So what what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, there's good points on both, to be honest, mm-hmm. of what you just said on the side. And and I kind of agree with you on the one side. So I would be, I, I mean, you can create something that has that same kind of feel of the brand. You just got to get a little creative, a little whatever. And it doesn't have to be a, you know, a Mickey Mouse or a Kellogg or, a, you know what I mean? It could be something that fits into that kind of feel of it. And so, yeah, 100%, you could still, you could still brand that, you know, we're, we're obviously going to be doing eventually a mascot with actions of compassion because we, we're going to have it in the schools because I want all the kids to grow up into our brand because that's our next consumers. So, of course, for us to go into the schools and do what we do with compassion, I can, you know, I can have the whole world just growing up into yeah. our brand. Yeah. It's an easy play. So, but it's also, too, of how is it going to look, how it's going to feel. But, yeah, you could do it easily for yours. It's just how you start to mold it into the creativity of how it's going to feel and look for the brand. Easy. Me- Maybe I'll enter a, a, a one-on-one uh, entrepreneur challenge with you. We'll see who can do it bigger, better, faster. How about that? Well, yeah, all, right, all right, all right, I'm in. All right, we'll I'm have in. our own challenge. <laughs> totally, I'm in. I'm in, and then we'll get them together. They can do their. their They'll thing be together. nothing alike. Totally yeah. different, but totally authentic. And we'll see who. Let's see who does it. Who does it bigger, better, better? <laughs> totally, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm yes. In. All right. <laughs> yeah cool. i'm gonna beat you <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it i love it game on 
Okay, game on. Game on is right. Game. That's good. That's a great. That's a great. Uh, that's a great challenge. Because we'll, we'll, we'll have a we'll have a redo, right? Uh, in a year, we'll play these clips, and then we'll like, all right, here it is. It's true, you know, because we've been looking at, you know, how we're going to do ours and stuff, right? Because you know, there's lots of strategic moves you can make too. You can get, you know, for us, even you done strategically, right? There's a ton of sponsorship that's done around the mascot that then pays to do certain things with another brand that like there's there's many ways that we can go at it. you know of course our our mascot will be doing compassion and then maybe we're driving in a compassionate car and then maybe this company is a vegan company that, that you know what i mean it's just so easy to tie in stuff to make things go right so uh you could do similar right uh, also absolutely absolutely yeah. all right well we'll challenge each other we'll push each other Done, done, that's it. So where can they all find uh, all your stuff at? Website, social media, all yes. that stuff. Yes, yes, yes. So everything is at Lack Snack, L-A-C-S-N-A-C, Lack Snack, Lack for Lactation. So you can find us right there online at lacksnack.com. You can find us on Amazon. You can find us on our Instagram and TikTok at Lack Snack. Uh, you can find us in small uh, retail shops. I'm pretty soon probably in some big partnerships that so we'll get back on that too. That's amazing. You know, and the more I think about your brand and the, like with the, with the, you know, the mums and stuff like that, like, honestly, a mascot totally plays to them. Like, I know, totally. I know, like it's so, I know. And it's so, it's like, you know, there, there is a good way to do like beautiful and comfortable and aesthetic yeah, and, and fun as well. Yeah. Right. And what entrepreneur doesn't love a good challenge? I mean, Dinner, it's in our dna right exactly you're a because you have you have like you're in the baby market you know the mom market mm -hmm. so it'd be great like you don't tell anybody yet but then it becomes a story like this mascot grows and then has its own baby and has the next mascot mm -hmm. like it's just you know you're it's built into the brand of, of what you remember do, the right? um i could bring back remember that okay okay now we're gonna age ourselves remember the ally mcbeal baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally remember like. that. It was like yeah. so disconnected, but it was people remember. Yeah. Totally, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, awesome. mascot so, challenge. Here we go. Done, <laughs> done. Mascot challenge. And your website, yes. one more. And your website, one more time for everybody. Yes. Uh, lack snack. L a c s n a c. Uh, kind of kitschy. Laxnack .com. Awesome. So everybody go check them out. They're doing, you know, it's yeah. just doing such great things. I love what they're doing. Go support them. Yeah. Uh, and find us on, you know, for non-consumers, business owners, uh, LinkedIn, which is just an amazing place to uh, work, to share your business and what you're doing, grow, find partners. So LinkedIn is another great way to find Molly Wilson or Lack Snack, a, a great place for, for us to connect. Yeah, that's cool. So everybody go connect with them. And then everybody, of course, you guys know, we have our Compassion Kingdom. Once a month, we do something uh, to help people in need, whether it's homeless or other things. Last month, we raised 500 jackets for the homeless. Uh, we have a large global community that's involved in all that. So go over and join us at actionsofcompassion.com. All right. Thank you so much for this great interview, Molly. Wonderful. Wonderful. Talk soon, everybody. Bye-bye.